Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and this is the Mindfully Integrative Show. And today we have a great and wonderful chat with RN McCarty. She is Soul Print Journeys. She is a spiritual and balance between the science and spirituality and kind of where she is now and and what she's doing for herself, her family, and for others. I can't wait for you guys to learn more about her and what she can do to help impact your health. Hi, how are you? Hey, thanks. I'm I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, wow. I'm so glad we were able to get into the mm-hmm. chat. You know, like we said, we had to reschedule, but I'm glad it kind of came came in time. So Absolutely. how is everything? You know, first, um, I always ask a quick fun fact about. Yeah, so quick fun fact. Um, uh, the year that our youngest son was going off to college, we uh, gave away most everything we had and we bought a little, a big teardrop trailer and we spent nine months, the nine months previous to COVID, like the end of our trip was like when COVID hit, um, traveling North America and living way out in the forest on forest service land. And we'd see people maybe once a week. <laughs> uh, so that was, it was definitely a great way for my husband and I to kind of reconnect after being parents for 24 years. Oh, yeah. And and not, you know, you're disconnected, but connected as, as husband. Yeah, husband so busy family. with other things. Right. Yeah, we had 125 square feet and and, uh, and sometimes a port, like we had another tent. That a port, an outdoor, right. And things, but, but it was, it was tight and uh, it was really wonderful to spend that time again. Oh, that's really great. I, I remember when I just did um, a van, you know, did the cross country, but I didn't go that long. I did about a, a month or two. That's, but, that's um, too, yeah. yeah, but that's, that's great. I can only imagine yeah. you and you glamped it better than I did. I was like in this, like, it was definitely sweet. Yeah. 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 We were in not, our fifties. No. So, you I know, was... it was kind of like, okay, we're going to take it easy. And, and we were still working from the road. Like we had, had solar and we had uh, um, oh, a satellite cool. Wi-Fi kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would definitely glamp it the next time. I'm, I'm not going to even, I'm not doing what I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I think that kind of gives you such a connection to where, what you need and what you don't need. I mean, that's how it was for Mm -hmm. me. And I bet that was probably for you. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just like, wow, I really don't need that much. Yeah. And kind of where, where do we want to be too? We got, we were at a place our, like I said, our children were both gone from the house and it kind of made us think like, let's check out other places in the country. Where would we like to to live. And then of course we came back to Oregon and we said, yeah, we want to be in Oregon. <laughs> oh, okay. are you guys from Oregon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My husband grew up or like he's from here. I moved here in 1990. 
Where were you from before? I grew up in Illinois. Oh, such a difference. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was, I was born an Oregonian, uh, but happened to have been raised in Illinois. (laughs) My spirit was definitely (laughs) belonging to Oregon. Oh, very cool. (laughs) Yeah. People do tell me that they love Oregon once they go, they don't like to leave. Yeah. Um, so I have, you know, I have you on the podcast to kind of talk about, you know, your balance that you've been talking about from science and spirituality and just your overall health stuff. How did this come about for you? Well, I've, I've kind of always been a seeker. Like I've always kind of been looking for, uh, I'm curious. I'm a, I have a curious personality. And so it sort of has evolved in, in my understanding, but that, that kind of deep connection to spirit uh, has definitely moved me on the path and, and increased my trust in it. I think that, that the whole sort of creative process that I teach is about having a vision, having a clear destination, where, where is it that I want to be and using that as sort of a, a magnetic pull to, to my future self. Um, and another part of that is sort of putting, putting those feel the feelings that I'm wanting to have. Because anytime you want something, you're really wanting the feelings that you think you're going to get when you get that thing. And so to start feeling those feelings when I put that vision, when I'm when I put the vision in my mind of the future that I want to really feel what does that feel like, um, and and then trusting that the universe, uh, I just, I've been reading this great book called This Thing Called You uh, by Ernest Holmes. And in it, he has this term, enthusiastic anticipation. And it's enthusiastic anticipation of the results happening, of the universe supporting your vision and bringing it about. And so I think in my practice of slowly putting that on, uh, it's easy for me to step into that enthusiastic anticipation. I know that this is going to manifest and, or that it's really already manifest in, in the spiritual realm. And Mm -hmm. it's my job as a human being to kind of make it happen. I have to do the action. I have to do the work to make it happen in the physical world. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. It's beautifully said because I think the, their, um, it, there's your purpose is there and now it's just now you're just you're manifesting it into where you need it to be or where you want it to be like mm-hmm. you were saying when, yeah yeah I, you know oh i was going to tell say talk about soul print so yes a lot of times people don't know what that what that I is i know it's such um, a cool name so the thing is um you are unique in the entire history of, of creation, right? There's never been anyone like you and there never will be anyone like you. And so your soul print is that unique constellation that makes you, you at this moment right now. So all of your experiences you've had, whether you'd label good or bad, um, have some gift to give you, to bring you to the healthy you now. Mm-hmm. Um, your your talents, the things that you're innately good at or really enjoy, the things that you love to do, all of those things 
um, come together to to make your soul friend. So what you enjoy doing, the fields that, you know, being a nurse or um, doing the, the podcast where we're just, you know, obviously you enjoy talking to people and hearing their stories. So that uniqueness and how we implement it in the world, how do you actually take your unique constellation and, and make the imprint on, on the planet? So I think a lot of us have lived many years sort of small, smaller than we um, need to be or, or much smaller than we could be. And so we, that right, but I think you know what I mean. Um, that we, we are here to, to be, to shine, to shine that light. We are here to be the physical expression of that, divine energy. And so, um, you know, the universe wants us to, to, to be, make those bold, huge soul prints on the world. I'm not sure. That's, I like yeah. that. No, I like the, <laughs> the print, you know, I mean, it's beyond just like a DNA conversation, right? You're looking, yes. you know, you know yeah. the science part. Yes. But yet you're looking at yeah. that step beyond like this energetic and the our, our purpose, our soul purpose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then the journey of course is that, that, you know, you're walking it and it's a, it's a, a progress and a path that we're it, taking together. Ever evolving. Ever evolving. There's always the, the now, you know, moves along the, the timeline. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So <laughs> how, um, and then you were saying that you have other, like an additional health journey that kind of got you where, got you on this path of being a soul print, you know, manifester. Like, I think what? it's part of it. Yeah. It's sort of the, you know? oh, sorry. Oh, no, yeah. It's, okay. it's um the, uh, it, you know, it's just one of those, I feel like in, in the work that I do, it's really important for me to stay current and, and be the person that I'm welcoming my clients to be right so living that example and living those principles and doing the work. So when um, I used to teach PE many years ago, and when I stopped teaching PE, I started gaining weight. And then um, we traveled and I did a lot of walking, but I, I didn't lose any weight. And COVID hit and we were in our house for a couple of years. And again, I had gained even more weight. And I... Um, I just got to this place. My husband is a, a high level ultimate Frisbee player for his age. He, he was going to nationals in the summer and that's February. Maybe I, I thought, Oh no, I'm going to go to nationals. I'm going to be surrounded by all these elite athletes and their wives. And I made a decision that day to, to that I was going to lose weight. And I think until you actually make a decision for something, it, you know, it has this kind of like, you know, cause I had thought, Oh, I'd need to lose weight. I'd like to lose weight. I, I need to eat less. I need to walk more, all those things, right. We know what we should do. Um, but until we make that decision, you know, really say this is going to happen and, and have that enthusiastic anticipation that, you know, I'm making the decision, I'm taking the steps, it's going to happen and start to bringing that. So in the process of this, I, you know, I started walking, I, um, I got on a, a phone app to kind of help my 
uh, keep track of things. And uh, I started losing weight and it was, it was fairly easy. And then I, I had started doing some chats on Facebook with other people who were kind of in the same position and they, and the same age. And they were talking about how hard it is to lose weight when you're my age and all of the things that how it couldn't work. And I found that I completely plateaued, like weeks went by and nothing. I was, you know, walking 10,000 steps. I was eating 1200 calories. I was, Mm -hmm. um, and, and what I realized was, was I wasn't putting what I teach into action in my own life. Here I am Mm -hmm. the example Mm -hmm. and I wasn't doing it. And so I started to put on the image of that I wanted that July when we went to, to nationals, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted to be energetic. I wanted to feel this lift in my step to be fit, to look cute in the shorts that I was planning on wearing. And, um, I started really visualizing who that was. And when I would go on my walks, you know, I had that kind of lift and, and energy that I was desiring. And when I would catch myself, you know, in our minds, when we think, okay, I'm going to wear this outfit, we haven't put it on. It's not, I'm not looking in the mirror, but I'm thinking about it. I found that I was imagining myself in a heavier body, probably heavier than I even was at the time, but I had this image of the person that I used to be, or even a heavier version of that person and what I would look like in the sweater or the pants or whatever. And so I started to catch myself and see myself in the body that I wanted putting those clothes on. And, uh, and that shift just made the whole rest of the, of the journey super easy. The weight just came off and I uh, not only reached the goal that I was hoping for, which was the goal that I had, I mean, for many years when I was teaching PE, I was a certain weight, but when I was teaching PE, I wanted to be another seven pounds less than that. Mm-hmm. And I could never get there. I just plateaued. I was just at that weight for years and years, which was fine. Um, but then I kept going this time to finally get to that goal that I hadn't had since before I had children. So, um, and it's been more than a year now. Excellent. And um, yeah, it just, it's easy, but it really, I really think that having that vision in your mind of, of who you are and what you look like really shifts. I think that if I saw myself as a heavier person or a um, someone who's not active and vibrant, that I make different choices. And having that, you know, that person that I was imagining myself to be, it, it helped me to, to make the choices that got me there. You took those actionable steps and, and then... Yeah. You realize for me to get to this point, I have I have to be mindful of where what's being put in my body, and and then yeah. you also just you mm-hmm. sounds like you had a real um, change in your like image and your body image mm-hmm. and your overall self love of, of what is the right thing because I think we yeah. kind of don't give ourselves enough credit of what is where we're at for that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. And then as you grown and where you are happy, this is where you're at today too. So I think right, right. You know, being okay with 
you know, where you're at in each of those stages is probably was profound. Yeah, I think that's huge to to really enjoy who you are. And um, I was thinking about when you're in a romantic relationship, what I believe works really well in a romantic relationship is, is respect of that person. You know, you, you uh, have, have a respect for who they are and their character and what they do and their work or whatever. Um, but to turn that around and to have it reflected back at yourself as well is, is, is as essential as your, your feelings about your partner. It's just as important to have those same feelings of respect for yourself. And so to find a, uh, a life that you feel proud of, that you feel um, you like yourself, you know, at the end of the day, when you're like, wow, you know, I really like myself. When you look in the mirror that you can see somebody wonderful and beautiful that you enjoy being with, I think it's really, really important. Self-care and self-love are so paramount into growth in, in many aspects of health. And as you can have seen and, and learned from, I mean, you can't, and every time you get into like a roadblock, it's probably us, right? It's our, our inner yeah, self going, exactly. hey, what's up? <laughs> Absolutely. Or, you know, our yeah. own things. I can only imagine. Are you also now um, helping a lot of clients too, in addition with your method and and just because of your journey? Yeah. So I'm a coach. I I do. um, My work is, is generally course related. So there's like a block of time, like a three month course or a six month course. And then I have the, you know, the VIP year courses where we just are with each other for the whole year. But um, yeah. And I, I love watching uh, what happens? Because I think that um, my clients, are, I'm not, I'm not opposed to having men, but all of my clients are women. That's just kind of how it's worked out. Um, and I think especially with women, we have given our, our lives lovingly to other causes other mm-hmm. than ourselves. ourselves shining. So our children, our spouses, our parents, we are the caregivers most often. And, um, you know, I think it's super important as we talked about self, you know, value to, to really take a, a, an honest look at, at what makes your heart sing, what, what you would really love in your life. And that can be parenting that could, you know, can easily be, uh, it's one of my, um, proudest accomplishments is, as being a mother. Uh, and, but it's, I think it's important and, and often to take that time out to kind of, okay, what is it right now in this moment that I would love to, to, to bring more of in my life? And whether that's love, maybe the, the relationship aspect of things or more time that I, you know, I really want to be able to be more efficient with my time and, and do the things that I would love to, to do. Um, whether that's manifesting, I was telling you before our call about manifesting this house. So we, my husband and I really dreamed of, um, a house that we wanted. We, we wanted to be out of town in the woods. We were looking at two to three acres and, um, we were looking at houses and, and we had a certain price range that we knew we felt super comfortable in. And, um, 
we we actually put a, an offer on a house that didn't go through. Like we we went way over 135,000 over asking cash mm. offer and we didn't get the house. And mm. um it kind of made us think, okay, what is it that uh what's going on here? What what is the universe telling us? And we uh were given the chance to buy the house and we we said actually no, we 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 don't want it. It's not what we would love. And we started asking, what would we love? What would we love? What would we really, really love? Not just what would work, but if I could make, wave a magic wand, what would I love? And then we found this place and it's, it's a very large house. It's a lodge, um, beautifully crafted on 13 acres of old growth forest. And it, it's way beyond anything we could have possibly imagined. And it's shifted, I believe, who I feel I am in the world. Like my my confidence in myself, just being here in this space. And mm. so I'm not sure what what I was starting to talk. No, I got really far off on okay. conversation. Hey, I think like, what ah. you're discussing is the your own journey in, and then this house yeah. has kind of opened up another like level for you. And you yeah, know, so aspects. Is, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah that we were. Said, the, there's different aspects that you could envision, and it's really important for for people to to take the time and really feel. What would they love and get past the littleness that we put on ourselves um, in those dreams? Like we were dreaming for this house. We were like, okay, we could have two, two to three acres and we could have this little house that had one communal space. Um, and we've done the tiny things. So we, you know, <laughs> we know that we could live in a smaller space. Uh, but this one I have now, I'm opening up for retreats and I really feel like it's I'm a steward of this of this property and to bring in people to to have transformational experiences to have time um in in solitude in the forest to to Mm -hmm. meditate and be in the woods and I really want to have it be a place where people can can come and heal and that you know, was not on my little tiny list of what, what can I have? Mm-hmm. It had to be, what would I love? And so getting past that is a big thing that I do with clients of getting past the, the, what, what can I do? What, what should I do? But into what, what makes you come alive? What, what, when you think of it, you go, yes, that's what I want. That's that nice. sort of feeling. They're yeah. taking their their vision or their thoughts and really making it tangible or whatever that is for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really important. So I also aspects. love that you have this space now that, like you said, you're a steward of of the healing process for someone. Nature in itself yeah. is that's beyond so spiritual healing. and grounding. And mm-hmm. not everybody gets that aspect. And to be able to have that as a, as an opportunity or even as a like these retreats that you may be doing or you yeah know, that's cool that's gonna be great yeah yeah I'm really always going to those like you know I, before the pandemics I was very avid to the, those retreat spots because as a meditator mm-hmm. and as someone that needed mindfulness throughout my entire like necessity and nature yeah. as necessity as I explained and you probably are you know um people need it um, yes. it's just too busy. Yes. You know, they need to unplug yeah. and, and get out of the stuff. I mean, not mm-hmm. even though this is a podcast, it's like, I, sometimes I'm like, okay, 
stop listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go outside. Yeah. You know, here's a story, yeah. but you know what? And then go go and do nothing for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the um the idea of forest bathing, like the idea of being in all of that life energy, having that surrounding you. And I think that in in the city we sort of lose um this uh, we lose a part of us and and it's easy to kind of stay in the in the flow of the day goes by mm-hmm. and we're doing this we're doing that and we're busy and um and i think it's only really when we take it when we are back out in nature and we're like oh my gosh i totally forgot how this feels how alive i feel in this space and um what it does for us energetically yeah Oh, it's so important because I, um, as like I was saying in the mindfulness and trying to find the inner, you know, the inner peace, when you can go into those nature and the forest bathing, it takes it to another level and expands you beyond because even, you know, my at home practice doesn't take me, doesn't take me when I, when I go into these environments, like, like you're Mm -hmm. saying, um, of that expansiveness, because that's when I'm probably at my ultimate, you know, Mm -hmm. clearing, you know, at the clearest Mm -hmm. moments, um, Cause you're just so grounded, you know, it gets you yeah. that in the, you know, nature, any, you know, the nature aspects, cause mm-hmm. the city, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just so much energy, consumed energy consumed. Right. You right. Know? And I think that like you were saying, just nature itself, I mean, I think that you can, you can find that peace in, in a flower, you know, right. like a plant to- that you can, you can really um, still have that, energy communication with that one being um too yeah so if you are in the city then you know the, i mean there there is aspects but i, I completely think that it takes it to another level and it's almost like mm-hmm. great guys let's see if you can go 10 minutes you know hour out mm-hmm. of wherever you are i'm not just saying that the cities are because you can find mm-hmm. peace in the chaos i talk right. about that a lot right. but i yeah. think that this it's kind of going to this other level of just mm-hmm. expansiveness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I really loved you being on the show. Is there anything um additionally you'd like to share with uh the audience or a thought? Um my, I think you know the one thing that I really wanted to bring, which I think I did at the beginning, but I'll kind of say it again so people can have this to go away with. Um is the the process that I teach about and hold people in is is developing a vision. I mean, these are all things that you can do by yourself. I just I just sort of help people well, to you're their stay guide. in you're that. Their guide. People need um, guidance. Yeah. So having a vision, creating something of what you would love. I mean, it's your brain, right? It's your it's your vision, so you can make it however you want to. Um. Having this vision and then putting the feelings that you're wanting when you are in living that life right now to start, you know, in your mind, feeling the joy of um, uh, living in the woods, feeling the the sense of belonging and love that you're looking for in a partner, all of those things, you can put those feelings on and begin to feel them and then have this enthusiastic anticipation that the universe is bringing that to you. Those three aspects, I really, you know, make it manifest. If you're, if you practice those things, you will have whatever it is that your heart is saying yes to. Mm. 
We're going to leave that there where your heart is saying yes to and manifest. Thank you so much for your time and for your wonderful words. It's really appreciative. Thank you. And I want to thank all those watching and listening. Thank you for your time and your effort and appreciate your just your time here. And I hope that you check out RN McCarty on her website. So I'll have her notes in there, but it's a soul print journeys. And I want you guys to check her out because you might need to manifest something more in your life. We all need a little bit more nature and a little bit more love. So make sure that you find a mindful way each and every day. And thank you again, RN. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.